Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 isn't that not the truth? It does not matter who the host is. Matter of fact, we haven't had a guest host on this thing for quite a while now that I really think about it. Anyways, today is Friday, February the 5th, probably one of the most important days of the year to me, of 2021, day 36 of the year in only... Only, only, only 329 days left to go. So that's kind of fantastic as we do start talking about some of the things going on. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, just in case. And we are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. That's safetyfm.com, the different apps, of course, the different streaming services. And then, of course, we are also on RadioBig.fm. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. Okay, so if you're not familiar with how the world of the show goes, it kind of goes in this format. This is how we do it. This is what we do, and this is how we go about. So we talk about what is going on inside of the world of safety and the news, and then we have some professional broadcasters that come in, talk about what is going on inside of the world 
or sometimes we have Alan Edwards, um, <laughs> what's exactly going on inside of the world. They give us the world, their point of view, and then we kind of move forward from there. And then I come back and give you my nonsense of exactly what's going on. Every day we try to start off with what exactly is trending according to the intrawebs and what is going on inside of there. By the way, if you're watching on the streaming service, understand that we are a radio station first, then followed by a podcast, followed by a streaming service. Yeah, we do a little bit of everything. So if you can't hang out on the streamer and you want to hang out on the radio station, you're more than welcome on doing that. You can go to safetyfm.com, download the app from there, or you can go to radiobig.fm and download the app from right there as well, or we stream on both of those services. So no biggie, no biggie, iggy, wiggy right there, just in case if you're taking a look at both of those particular aspects. So some great stuff going on today, a lot to talk about, and of course, very little time as we are enjoying our Friday of not that it's any different than any other day of the week. I mean, some people that get excited that it's Friday or Friday, which I think is dumb, but whatever. Uh, so whatever it is, but we're going to start talking. We start moving and grooving and rolling and bowling. So let's start talking about the stuff that is trending according to the web. So with the weekend almost upon us, not the band, but, uh, you know, the actual weekend itself, but he'll be performing at the Super Bowl just in case, or the big game, as some people tend to say. Let's talk about what is trending on video on demand services that are coming up for this weekend. So right now, if you take a look at what is going on with Amazon, Amazon Prime has news. The new movie that will be focused on this weekend is Bliss. Not to be confused with Alexa Bliss. Um, also new to HBO Max will be Aquaman, Earwig and the Witch. In other words, an irresistible. New to Hulu will be Antebellum. Yeah, it's a horror movie, just in case. And then new to, new to Netflix will be Little Big Women, Malcolm and Marie, Space Sweepers, and The Last Paradiso. The Last Paradiso. I guess Paradise couldn't translate over well on that particular factor. Anyway, so that's what's going on inside of the world of the video streaming aspects. If you want to take a listen to what is going on there. Um, so there you go. That is your option. So. I don't know, feature story, or do we go Alan Edwards? I mean, we got them both kind of sitting right there. Uh, let's go with, uh, I don't know. Let me find out. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Myanmar's militaries arrested a further senior leader from Aung San Suu Kyi's NLD party. The military leadership appears to be tightening its crackdown on the former civilian administration. The US is calling on the military to relinquish power after Monday's coup. The US House of Representatives has voted to strip Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene of committee assignments. Eleven Republicans joined the entire Democratic caucus to remove her after it emerged she'd promoted baseless conspiracy theories and showed support for violence against Democrats before she was elected. Kate Fisher reports from Washington. Marjorie Taylor Greene was caught on video heckling a Parkland school shooting survivor and has said that the 9-11 attacks were staged. Before taking office, the Georgia congresswoman had liked posts calling for violence against Democratic lawmakers and she'd embraced the debunked QAnon conspiracy theory. Democrats tabled the vote after House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy refused to take action, arguing the comments date from before she was elected. Before the vote, she expressed regret for her past views, but she did not apologise. Kate Fisher, Washington. 
The UK government is block booking thousands of hotel rooms to prepare for new quarantine measures for international arrivals. From February the 15th, UK residents arriving from a designated list of COVID-19 hotspots will face 10-day mandatory hotel quarantine at their own cost. The government believes more than 1,000 people a day will arrive in England from these locations. The opposition Labour Party is criticising the government for moving too slowly. Danny Altman, a professor of immunology at Imperial College London, says the future of international travel looks very complicated in the short and medium term. I have different people from all over the world having had different vaccines and then different tests to, you know, to, to validate those vaccines and uh, maybe even antibody passports or immunity passports that perhaps mean different things in different countries. I think there's a long way to go on, on thrashing all that stuff out. Pfizer has withdrawn its application for emergency approval for its COVID-19 vaccine in India. This despite being approved in countries such as the US and the UK already. Reports say Indian regulators were not convinced with its trial data, as Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. Pfizer had applied for emergency approval last year. It was up for consideration along with Oxford AstraZeneca jab being developed by India's Serum Institute and the locally made Covaxin. And while the latter two were granted approval, Pfizer had been asked to conduct a small local study. The jab jointly developed with Germany's BioNTech has not been tested on the Indian population, a key requirement for vaccines to be granted approval here. The company says it will reapply with more data but hasn't clarified why it decided to withdraw its application. Ishan Gurg, New Delhi. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, what are you wearing right now? That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. 
He's the man. <laughs> it's awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio There you go. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but that's perfectly fine. Anyway, let's start getting inside of the world of the news and exactly what is going on inside of the multiverse. Let's talk about it. The world's tallest wing ride has opened in Dubai. The Bollywood Skyflyer, part of the Bollywood, the Bollywood Parks Dubai, reaches the height of 460 feet, beating the previous tallest swing that was located in Orlando, called the Starflyer, at 450 feet. Passengers on the ride are lifted into the air where there will be a panoramic views of the park while being spun around in their seats, according to Milton D. Saws, the general theme park manager. So what do you think? I can tell you the one here locally, the one that's in Orlando, I there has been a death already. I mean, not something to laugh at, uh, but something that has occurred over here. Not saying that it's, you know, that you shouldn't write it. That's your, that's your choice, your prerogative on whatever you want to do. But, hey, I, I, there is some risk associated. Is the risk worth the reward? Hey, that's your choice, blah, blah, blah. I'm not probably going to do by anytime soon. So probably won't be riding the one here or the one there, just to bring that up. Anyways, the number of people in the U.S. who have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine has now surpassed the total number of cases. As of midweek, the CDC reports that over 27 million people have received one or more doses of the vaccine, while the total number of cases sits at about 26 million. Nearly about 6.5 million people have been fully vaccinated. In Wisconsin, don't know why we come out bringing up Wisconsin, uh, uh, there's uh, there's about 6.5 million people have, that have, oh, no, hold it. In Wisconsin, there's close to about 85,000 people have, that have received both doses. So there you go. So now you know. And knowing is half the battle. So there you go. Information there for sure as we do share it and talk about it and move forward with it and all that kind of fun stuff that you do and talk and do whatever. So here's the thing. What are you seeing from a work standpoint? What are you seeing as a requirement of from your jobs? I have been in contact with some people that have stated that they are required to, if they are available to, which is kind of a weird equation, to actually have the shot. So are you in that area where that applies to you as well? I mean, it's just a question, of course, and it becomes a weird question, but how are those mandates going to start looking more and more? And I think that there's such a weird bureaucracy on when we do certain things on what is government approved and what is not and all that kind of fun stuff. So how do you take a look at this in particular? And it's of course a question driven to you because you'll understand better of what should be done and what shouldn't be done. Uh, if you were in a work environment that you were required to do this and you're on the fence about it, would you still do it? It's kind of weird because, I mean, as we all know, a, a lot of us are inspired by money and we'll do some things out of the norm just for it. I mean, does this be realistic? So what do you think about it as you do hear this? Would you move forward with it or would you kind of sit back and say, hold off, let's kind of take a look at what's going on next? Anyways, let's continue down the path here. The Candy Funhouse is looking for people to try their candy and rate it. The Canadian company will pay workers for their honest reviews, which can be completed in their own homes. 
there you go. There's a change of jobs. The candyologist will <laughs> select new, 10 new original candies, two in original candy creations by narrowing them down to their favorites from hundreds of possible options. The part-time gig is about 15 hours a week at $30 an hour and full-time spots is 40 hours a week at the same rate. Candy eating experience is not required. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is the third time, the third time that we've had this conversation about this story. Now, what I'm trying to see here is there's a couple of things that are that are coming to mind. Either they're not finding enough people to do this, or people are, are actually falling out of this thing. Because how much candy can you eat in 40 hours? And or is there like a certain restriction or quantity that you must meet, similar to the, like an assembly line? Like, what are they? To- what are you told? What are you told to do with it? I mean, that's something to think about for sure. Duh. And how much candy would you be able to eat? I mean, I'm pretty sure when I start thinking about like of Halloween and stuff, I can devour some stuff relatively quick. But just take a look at it for a moment and just think about that. Anyways, Johnson & Johnson submitted a single-dose COVID vaccine for emergency use authorization to the FDA yesterday. The move comes after the company stated that last week that their data shows that the vaccine's about eh, 72% effective in protecting against the virus in the U.S. When you make a comment like that, virus in the U.S., let me continue, and then I'll get back to that. If approved, the company said that they could have 100 million doses ready by June. So when you say 70, protecting 72% or it's 72% effective for the vaccine in the U.S., are we talking that you're, that it's a higher rate or a lower rate in other countries? I'm just asking, though, just asking to know, just asking to have a better understanding because that's always the equation here, always wanting to have a better understanding of exactly what is going on. So let's talk about that for a moment. Let's talk about that for a hot minute. So what are you seeing, depending on what country you're in? Of course, as you are aware, if you are listening to us on Safety FM, we are across the world, everywhere. If you're listening to us on RadioBig.fm, we are restricted to UK, Canada, and the US. But what are you taking a look at? What are you seeing? What are your thought process in regards to number? Now, I've had conversations with friends of mine throughout the different portions of the world and they're seeing different strains of the vaccine depending on where they're located. Now, you don't hear a lot about that, but how it's slightly different and where they're seeing certain things occur. I mean, I understand that. I understand where everything's going to be have a variable on regards of what some of those things might end up being. Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world. It is 17 minutes past the top of the hour. Just in case you did not know, you are still hanging out with us here on Safety FM and on RadioBig.fm. Of course, let's talk about the world of Flora Duh, Flora Duh, Flora Duh, Duh. So here we go. A man in Florida tried to board a plane with 22 pounds of crystal meth. A TSA agent, Eli Brown, at the gate for a random bag check before he could board the flight to Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, my Lord. The agents found a 22, 22 bags that contained one pound of crystal meth wrapped in, <laughs> wrapped in clothing and $900 in cash. Officials told the local news station WKMG that the drugs are worth about $500,000. Brown said that the, the, <laughs> Brown said the bag wasn't his, 
telling arresting officers that he fell asleep on a flight from L.A. and that he woke up and he saw that the bag next to him, so he grabbed it, assuming it was his. <laughs> oh, I mean, I will tell you, man. I mean, I've heard of lies, but geez, you assumed a bag was yours and you just made a run for the border? I mean, let's just be realistic here. I mean, you couldn't have come up with something slightly better. But there you go. 22 pounds of crystal meth taking it into Kentucky. What the hell's going on in Louisville that you're taking drugs all the way over there to get some things done? I mean, that's slightly confusing. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so Dr. Fauci wants everyone to lay low and cool it for this year's Super Bowl. The infectious disease experts pled, pleaded, pled, pleaded, pled, pleaded, pleaded with what the nation's to cancel Super Bowl viewing parties, fearing large gatherings could lead to further spread of the coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Fauci pleaded. Plead comes ju- plead comes just days after the CDC's gathering of virtual uh, gathering virtually with other people who who you live with is the safest way to celebrate the Super Bowl. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Gathering virtually or with the people that you live with is the safest way of actually v- celebrating the Super Bowl this year. Um. So what do you think? I mean, what do you think about it? I mean, I will tell you. I think it's an anomaly on how some of these things work. Because what you're hearing nowadays, too, is if you are doing video streaming, how it's bad for the environment. Have you heard this one yet? Because of how much electricity your computer uses, the cameras use, and what it's burning, and how it's harming the environment, and how each hour you're on, how much it affects compared to a car and all this kind of fun stuff. Have you seen this? I mean, that's been making the sequence of events. And I know that this thing of watching stuff virtually is becoming a bigger option. I mean, not like you weren't watching the Super Bowl virtually anyways in the first place. I mean, unless you were blessed enough to be there in person. But let's think about it this for a second. I'm going to use Disney Plus as a perfect example. Disney Plus, using this as an example, not a sponsor of the show, of course, has an option available where you can sit there and you can do like a group link where you could be at your home. I could be at my home or you'd be wherever the hell you want to be. And we could watch this movie together virtually. I haven't tested the feature. I'm going to be honest with you, but it is a feature that I see on there all the time. I've been meaning to, but I just don't get super excited about watching anything. I, I think, I mean, I think that's the truth. I mean, I guess I did get up early this morning to watch WandaVision, but Hey, whatever. Uh, so there you go. Uh, there you go. That's some stuff going on inside of the world, inside of the multiverse, and some things to think about. So what do you think? Are you celebrating watching the Super Bowl with a group of people and so on? I mean, let's be realistic. Most people will start getting ready today for the Super Bowl. That's where you see the grocery stores packed out. Tomorrow will be another day. And then some people before. I mean, I if I have to be honest about anything, I'm probably pretty excited about seeing the weekend not like the weekend weekend but like the weekend the singer just to see what the hell he's going to come up with anyways let's continue talking an 81 81 person orgy was broken up by police last week for violating a coronavirus curfew the sex party which took place in a warehouse just outside of paris was fully equipped with booze sound systems 
in a lighting in light installations, according to the Independent. An investigator told the outlet that only that not only was the group in violation of curfew, but there were also problems with mask and social distancing. All in attendance were fined for breaking the curfew. Hold on. I mean, and let's just be realistic here, because, of course, we're going to have like health and safety related issues because of the coronavirus and all that kind of fun stuff. But you're telling me the biggest concern about an 81 person orgy that we're talking about here is the way that they were wearing masks. Something tells me that's not the only thing to be worried about. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, major indexes rose on Thursday. The Dow surged 332 points. The NASDAQ gained 167 points. The S&P 500 was lifted by 41 points. Technology shares led the way on Thursday with eBay rising three, or excuse me, rising 5.3% and PayPal climbing 7.4%. Both companies reported far better earnings than had been forecasted. Initial jobless unemployment claims fell about eight, fell below 800,000 for the week ending on January the 30th. Clearing this benchmark, increasing positive sentiments for investors. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of there. As we are seeing a lot of things taking place inside of the stock market. But here is what we talk about once again. Once again, the stock market is not exactly what is going on out on the street. And that's the fun part. I mean, let's just be realistic it might have some influence, impact, and lead certain things and certain things and change certain things. But, man, we have to understand that that's not what's going out there in Joe Blow country down the road. Let's just be realistic. Main Street and Wall Street and the streets that are going down in your neighborhoods are not exactly the same. Because I can tell you, yes, great to see that PayPal's doing better and eBay's doing better. But if I go down the road here to my local shopping center and I tell you about the three or four restaurants that have closed in the local community, that's not the same impact. And I know that we have John... John Smalls that jumps out here and he says, hey, can you help the people around? At least he says this on Radio Big, help the people around buy gift cards. And that way you'll help promote local businesses and you'll help the people that are in the community. And I understand that to an extent. But also at the same time, too, with the way that some of these businesses are going under, and it's a terrible thing to say, you almost have to buy the gift card and use it right there on the spot. That's the only way to get it to work. And I keep on looking at this and go, we can't always go based on what the stock index is doing and the Dow and all that kind of fun stuff and say, okay, this is what we're seeing everything going on. Because is that having a direct influence on what's going on inside of your pocketbook? Seriously. I mean, I still have plenty of friends and acquaintances that are looking for work or that they have been unemployed or that their jobs have been cut back and there's been a reduction in salary. 
Now, there are a few of my friends that have been blessed that they're considered essential workers. And they have str- and they have strived during this uh, during this whole thing. So, I mean, we have to take a look at the combination of of both things. It can't just be one. It just can't be the other. It has to be a combo of both. I will tell you, I was talking to a dear friend of mine recently, and she was telling me that her consultancy, she she's a pretty well-known consultant, everything had died. All companies were holding back that she was interacting with because they didn't know what to do next. And it's just interesting to see this because even some of the people that are out there, that people go, oh, I associate this with this, are going through the struggles and people don't seem to see that. So just want to kind of give a combination of both. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more here about this. American workers filed 779,000 applications for unemployment benefits last week. The newest batch brings the total of coronavirus crisis um, to approximately, on this particular section, 77.2 million. While the numbers below the expectation of some economists, data suggests that workers are still feeling the pressure from the virus, even though the nation's case counts and hospitalizations are on a decline. The number remains above the pre-pandemic record for the 46th consecutive week. So maybe that's more of the things that we should talk about and think about as we do move forward. Anyways, that's what we got going on. I'm going to jump into our main news story right after this. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about all those things that happen from time to time, those moments in time inside of organizations, inside of businesses, inside of the world where that thing happens that should have never happened, but once it happens, it's too late and there's not much you can do. What am I talking about here? Let's talk about the messaging, the email, the notice, the reference that should never happen. So did you hear about this story? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of talk to you a little bit about this as we go over this. So this came out of Texas. This was pretty recent. Officials from the Texas Department of Public Safety are apologizing after issuing an Amber Alert. Yeah, I mean, how strange is that? Why would you apologize for issuing an Amber Alert? Well, it gets better. The Amber Alert was featuring the iconic killer doll, Chucky. Oh, yes. The emergency message sent out last Friday was a test that accidentally went out according to the DPS. The message described the suspect, Chucky, as having a blue denim overalls with a multicolored striped long sleeve shirt wielding a huge kitchen knife. His race was listed as other doll. Glenn Ray from the 2004 seat of Chucky was listed as the abductee and described as wearing a blue shirt and a black collar. In response to the alert, Don Marcini, who was who created Chucky character, tweeted, please find them. And, you know, we can chuckle for a, a brief moment about this. 
and but we know how important Amber Alerts here are in regards to when they start talking about them. But you know, this was an error. It was a test. It was something that was going on. Now, if you if you didn't hear about that one, I'm pretty sure that you heard about this one. This one happened a few years ago, about two years ago, or close to two years ago at this point. Do you remember when we got the false tsunami warning that tr- that was triggered by a police exercise? Yeah, this would happen back in September of 19. The error sparked anger from residents who recalled a similar false warning last year that imminent ballistic missile attack. A Hawaii public r- radio reports that the sirens of the Waikiki Macaulay were actually going off at times. And if you remember this, if you remember this, there was nothing that people could do. So that was that one. There was one that was previous to that. But we sometimes tend to send out false alarms. Even if it's a practice run, it could actually get into the wrong side of the house. And let's talk about this for a brief moment. A brief moment. Because that one was 19. I believe the missile one was 18. Or it was like ballistic missile th- threat inbound to Hawaii, seek immediate shelter. This is n- not a drill. That was, jan- matter of fact, that was three years ago. That was back in January of 18. But think about this for a brief moment. Think about how we run into things that we end up doing sometimes by <gasps> accident. And we report these things as things that are coming out and things that are being shared and things that we are actually going around and doing. But here's the thing. What do we do for retractions? Because I will tell you the news story with the Chucky thing was a bigger news story than what it was in regards of knowing that than what it was the retraction. When we talk about the one in Hawaii, the interesting part is I've heard this and probably not a great thing to share, but I'm going to share it anyways. Pornhub had the highest rate of impact from that area when that occurred. The most people in the section in Hawaii went to Pornhub when this was happening. So think about this for a moment. Think about what some of the impact is that we have on things, on how our messaging is done. Now, take it and twist it a little bit and think about it as we're talking here. How does this happen inside of your organization, too? Have you ever sent out a message in error? Have you ever sent out a message that was not meant to be for the whole group? And what do you do for retraction? What do you do to make sure that it has such a large impact as the original messaging did? Because I think sometimes we tend to forget that. You can change the whole dynamic by a message that you send out. That be it good, bad, or indifferent. But how do you go about changing it? How do you go having a larger impact inside of your world? Think about it for a brief moment. Have you sent out a message in error that was not meant to go out? Have you ever sent out an email before you were done? You were writing the email, but you had hit reply, and instead of removing the person by accident, you already still had them there and sent out the message prior to everything being completed? I mean, I think about these things all the time, and I wonder, what could we do to make sure that the impact is as good as the original? Because if I turn around and tell you that there's an Amber Alert on Chucky, that's probably going to get your attention. 
but how can I do to make or what can I do to make sure that when I retract the thing or issue the correction that it has the same amount of impact? And I think sometimes we tend to forget that. Not saying that we're going to come up with an answer for it because that's for sure. But remember, something has to be done. And realistically, we have to be honest with ourselves and say, hey, any error can commit, can happen at any time. So we need to be honest with our target audience, especially inside of our work environments, and tell them, hey, I messed up. I messed up. That was not the intent of what I was trying to accomplish with this. That was not the intent of what we were trying to do here. But we were trying to do some corrections and some items and some other things. But now that we've done this, what are we going to do next? Maybe that's the greatest question that you can ask. And do a correction that has a big enough impact for people to remember it the same way that saying that Chucky had an Amber Alert did. I mean, I think that that might be important overall. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. It's time now for your Motivation Minute, brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. 
Oscar Wilde said, What seems to us as bitter trials are often blessings in disguise. Now, there are countless tales of people who find themselves in a situation that seems dire. Then, they find a way to take advantage of that situation to create a new concept that helps other people who found themselves in the same situation. Sometimes, your struggle can be an opportunity to help other people and to find success for you as being the one who solved the problem that you were having and so many other people were having. So the next time you're struggling, remember Oscar Wilde. It may just be a blessing in disguise. Today's Motivation Minute has been brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can find more at MotivationMinute.org. It's only really my surroundings. They keep it all the way a thousand. I don't remember how the ground feels. I left the city, I've been browsing. Treading water that they drowning. I head on a swivel. Yeah. It's only really my surroundings. Can't stop, won't stop. Tell I told the world when the glow track. Then I nigga dope that it's so top. Temper shit they hide in a tube sock. I just get down. Okay, that's airplane mode by Tilden Park. Okay, so that song's available on iTunes and on Spotify. Thanks to Tilden Park for allowing us to use it here. Airplane mode. Okay, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the multiplex, that's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some of the news that is going on around the other side of the planet here. A New York State house built as the first 3D printed home in the United States is listed for sale and asking a price for $299,999. Just say $300,000. The Riverhead home was built by a company called Squared. Using uh, using the autonomous robotic construction system that involved the massive 3D printer creating each piece of the home at the building site, according to the company, the home built with concrete will deliver the strength and durability of the conventional wood frame construction cannot match. The 1,400 square foot house features three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a, a, a detached two-car garage, and it would have four bedrooms, but the printer got jammed just in case. So there you go. That's exactly what is going on right there. By the way, so let's continue talking a little bit in regards of some other things going on. Matter of fact, let's go back. Do you know what a 3D printer home looks like? I mean, I just want to make sure that you do have a clear understanding of it. I mean, it does legitimately print in kind of the sequence of the outline of the house. It's kind of a, I mean, it's, I'm not going to say they're ugly because they're not ugly. They're definitely uh, an acquired taste. You know, a lot of like this show, uh, an acquired taste show. Um, so let's not lie about it. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Chinese officials have assured members of the public that the newly introduced anal swab, I'm not lying here, anal swab coronavirus test will not make them waddle like a penguin. After video, <laughs> video proposal, Oh my God! Reportedly showing people struggling to walk after using the wet them the wet viral. Yeah, that's what it was called. The video said to laugh to a laugh track is fake, according to the to its officials, who offered no further explanation of what the video actually shows. Authorities say that the new test, which involves testing cotton tip swabs one to two inches into well. You know where I'm going to go there. Uh, you know, they detect the virus accurately or more accurately than the oral or nasal method. 
and they are used to, for high-risk cases. I'm guessing they aren't using it to, at a drive-thru testing site. So all those signs that you kept on seeing that were kind of like the joking aspect of it, of COVID test in the rear, I guess people took it so serious that they decided to go forth with it. So anal swabs now available inside of China that they're actually pushing forward. Pushing forward, probably terrible choice of words. But um, there you go. That, that's, that's the newest thing. I mean... There's a little bit of everything for everyone. I mean, I don't even know where to go next. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. If one is a nas- is nasal is positive and the other is negative, are you now a battery? Well, that's a, that's a very good question. I, I, I love the way that you're putting that. Thanks, Jim, for popping into the box and making that Making that one, I mean, that's for sure. That is definitely a, an interesting one. Huh. I just hope they don't use the same test. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Now drinking is bad for you again, despite the long la- long-standing advice that a glass of wine per day is good for your heart. A study printed by the European Health Journal shows that even small amounts of alcohol can cause heart trouble. The study looked into the medical histories of more than 100,000 people and found that the risk of irregular heartbeat or other cardiovascular um, problems increase as soon as alcohol is introduced in any quantity. Even if you only drink one a day, the risk of developing of heart arrhythmia went up by 16%. The fun part about that news story, of course, is you couldn't have waited until after the Super Bowl to bring this up. I mean, come on, man. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Anyway, so let's go around and about and talk about the different things that are going on. Currently 43 minutes past the top of the hour, just in case you wanted to know. Hunter Biden's memoir is slated to be published on April the 6th. The deal for the book, which will be titled Beautiful Things, was signed in late 2019 and will focus on his substance abuse addictions. It already has has advanced uh, glowing praise from the likes of author Stephen King and Dave Eggers because, of course, it does. Da- Daily Mail estimates that Hunter's advance would be in around $2 million. So there you go. Uh, let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world of the swamp. Swamp. Remember Mitt Romney, the 2012 Republican presidential candidate who Democrats called the worst, worse than Hitler because of of his, uh, let's see, because at one time he left his dog in the cold and then joked about having binders for, full of women in his that he employs. He's now reminted the liberal darlings and he has introduced the legislation that would so, that would substitute the $2,000 per kid tax credit for payments of the household for children up to the age of 17. Families would get about $350 a month per kid, zero to five, and then kids six to 17 would earn about $250 per head. The benefit would also max out at $15,000 a year. There you go. I hate when people write this stuff for me and then send me that and then put some kind of weird spin on it. I mean... Keep your opinions to yourself, man. I don't I have the Ron Burgundy syndrome. I just read it. Okay, political political reports that <laughs> efforts to recall California Governor Gavin Newsom went to went from unlikely to unfavorable this week. Newsom, who has overseen California botched COVID um, mitigation efforts and publicly 
circumvented his own advice, namely getting caught dining out at a restaurant just hours after demanding Californians to stay home. Worse, he only moved to up the businesses and restaurants as the recall-mounted effort. Recall organizers have until March the 17th to get 1.5 million signatures. They already have 1.3 million, but are shooting for 2 million to account for invalid signatures. So there you go. Former President Trump will not testify during next week's impeachment trial after the House impeachment managers called for him to clarify some of his statements. Trump's lawyers rejected the, the, the request quickly and held their line of the trial itself was illegitimate. Democratic Senator John or Joe Manchin and Chris Coons told CNN that they would like the idea of Trump testifying. They didn't like the idea of Trump testifying either. Anyways, NBC News reports that Joe Biden administration is considering a program to send clo- cloth masks to every American household. What? Uh, no word on whether the law enforcement will be empowered to shoot people who weren't, who aren't ready, what, who aren't wearing, wearing them in public. What the hell does this mean? Anyways, former president teams waited on the direct mass program, but instead shipped them in bulk to the state agencies and nonprofits. It is, oh my God, to send out. Okay, get rid of them. Get rid of the writer. Seriously, not a joke. Get rid of the writer. But you get a chance to get rid of them. Not joking around. Anyways, no winner for the Tuesday night Mega Million drawings. Tonight's drawing will be for $54 million jackpot or $39.7 million cash payout. So there you go. No winner for Wednesday night's Powerball drawing. Saturday's drawing will be for $30 million jackpot or $22.4 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news right there. Okay, let's talk a little bit more. Did you hear about this one? This one was actually making the news cycles yesterday. The Academy of Country Music Awards is um, is the, awards is the latest to drop uh, drop singer Morgan Wallen after he was recorded using racial slurs. The organization announced on Wednesday that they will remove Wallen's potential involvement and eligibility for this year's 56th annual Country Music Awards cycle. The cancellation comes after Wallen's latest recording, "Dangerous," in the double album, topped the Billboard 200 for about four weeks straight. So there you go. Um, that's what's going on. So he is being removed. So here's some albums that are being released today. Black Coffee. Cinco Deja Vu. Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight. This doesn't sound. These are, are these albums or are the, I thought these were. Okay. Okay. Maybe they're a combination of both. Lil Mosey Universal. The Stabs Good Woman. The Weeknd. The Highlights. Oh yeah. So, yeah. The Weeknd has the best of album coming out today. And Van Jess homegrown. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on right there. That's for sure. Um, What else? Uh, Did you hear about this one? Lamar Odom, 41, and Aaron Carter are set to face off in a celebrity boxing match this summer. According to celebrity boxing CEO Damon Felds, the former NBA star and former pop star will battle it out at a showboat casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey, on June the 12th. Both have already started training for the event, according to TMZ. Worth noting, though, Odom's about 6'10", and Carter's 6'1". So there you go. And then, of course, this week, there's been a lot of conversation about Marilyn Manson. 
So let's talk about what's going on here. Officers swarmed Marilyn Manson's home on Wednesday to conduct a welfare check on the singer. Sources told TMZ that concerned friends called the police saying that they had been unable to get in touch with him of Manson for hours and became concerned after several attempts to reach him, the LAPD helicopter circling overhead manson's reps told the officers that everything was fine and the sinker simply didn't want to come out the visit the the visit comes just days after actress evan rachel wood made claims that manson abused her over the course of their relationship the jew dated in 2007 and got engaged in 2010 but split after that so there you go that's the information that's going on inside of the world there um, just in case, O.J. Simpson still owes Goldman family millions of dollars. According to a new court document filed by Fred Goldman, Simpson has only paid them $133,000 of the more than $70 million that he owes the family. Back in 1997, the ex-NFL star was ordered to pay $33.5 million to Goldman family after he was found liable for killing Ron Goldman. Interest has a caused the, the initial amount to balloon to over seven min, seven oh my god seventy million dollars. Goldman filed new docs because he believes Simpson has more money than he claims. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on right there. Ryan Seacrest is leaving the red carpet behind after nearly fourteen years of hosting on E the live live from the red carpet. Seacrest has decided to move on to new ventures. In response to the announcement, the network noted that he will always be part of the E family. I like Seacrest. I know a lot of people don't love him, but I like the dude. I think he's great. I think he's fantastic. I have loved to see what he has done over the years. I know a lot of people weren't excited when he took over for Casey Kasem, but I think he did an excellent job and still continues to do that with America's America's Top 40. So there you go. Anyways, the weekend, the Super Bowl halftime show will be performed in the stands. Not a joke here. So it's told Page Six that the show will be only in the stands and nothing on the field as a way to observe COVID safety precautions. A different source told the outlets while that while the stage and sets will be in the stands, the singer could step onto the field during the show. So there you go. There will be only 22,000 fans admitted to Raymond James Stadium come Sunday. So there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Gene Simmons has kissed his Hollywood Hills home goodbye. The rocker sold his 2,345-square-foot home, four-bedroom, two-bath, that he had for $2 million. What? Uh, his other homes in Beverly Hills is still on the market for a cool $22 million. Wonder where the hell he's going. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. So here we go. Here we go. On the world of sports, here's what's going on. Pressure is mounting for the Kansas City Chiefs to abandon their tradition of fans breaking into a war chant while making the chopping hand motion um, designed to mimic a tomahawk. A coalition of the Native American groups has put up a billboard in Kansas City area to protest the tradition as well as the team's name. A protest is also being planned outside of Remington James Stadium in Tampa ahead of the Super Bowl, just in case you did not know that. Anyways, let's talk about what happened back on this date in 1998. Author Tom Clancy purchases the Minnesota Vikings. He spent slightly more than $200 million on an NFL franchise at the time. So there you go. It was a record at the time, too, just in case. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Henry Godin turns 34. Cristiano Ronaldo turns 36. 
Carlos Tevez, 37. Sarah Evans, 50. Bobby Brown, 52. Michael Sheen, 52. Duff McKagan, yeah, from Guns N' Roses fame, 57. Wow, he's 57. He looks really good for 57. Nolan Bushnell turned 78, just in case. American Electrical Engineer. I'm going to give you the key words here. Atari. Yeah, Atari. Remember him. Don Cherry turns 87 today, so there you go. Some things to think about for sure. If you need a drink for over the weekend, something to come up with, an apple martini courtesy of Food Network. Here's your ingredients. Two trays of ice, a a quarter liter of vodka, a half a liter of sour apple mix, a splash of sweet Vermouth and one Granny Apple Smith. Just mix those bad boys together, and you're going to have one hell of a drink for you to enjoy over the weekend. That's for sure. Anyways, let's give you some days of the week that you can celebrate today. Days of the week or holidays to celebrate. Let's go with that, not days of the week. We're only in one day of the week. National Shower with a Friend Day. Hey, whatever it takes. Uh, National (laughs) Weather Person Day. World Nutella Day. National Wear Red today. Oh, it's National Wear Red today and I'm wearing black? What the hell's going on? Bubblegum Day. Give Kids a Smile Day and National Chocolate Fondue Day. So there you go. Some things to think about, things to be able to enjoy if you so care and desire to do so. A lot of stuff to think about. That is for sure. Maybe you should think about this. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. This is Jay Allen from Safety FM. You know, you heard a little bit of everything so far in regards of what you can do with safety. But what if we had to take a look at it now and really reconfigure the way that safety is looked at? And that's what the conversation's about starting February the 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come and hang out with me as we talk about safety being reconfigured in the way that you look at it now. Throughout the years, I am sure that you have changed the way that you look at safety. But now we need to take the time to change the way that safety is being done inside of organizations. So come out to safetyfm.io for this live virtual class at safetyfm.io for this live virtual class on February the 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And let's talk about how we can reconfigure safety the way that it should be. I can't wait to see you there on February 16th. So there you go. That class is coming up right around the corner. If you're so inclined to come out, hang out with us on the 16th of February. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let me give you some BS that's going on real quick. Netflix is raising the price of their standard and premium 4K plans, which totally affects the three dozen people who aren't using the borrowed password. Night of the Living Dead director George Romero passed away on this week in 2017, he basically invested, invented the invented the zombie as we know it in a film today as one of them is walking around at Walmart every day. Well, they just showed up on their own. There you go. A good Samaritan found and returned a wheelchair to Mesa, Arizona, a man after it was stolen. Well, what do you expect? That's how he rolls. Super Bowl 55 factoid 105, even though the 49ers aren't playing, the San Francisco the San Francisco will still stage a massive parade on Monday. 
Super Bowl 55 factoid 77, the Chiefs will wear special contact lenses to keep them from being mesmerized by Tom Brady's never-dying beauty. That will all happen on Sunday, just in case you did not know that. Anyways, before I forget, let's talk about it real quick. Let me tell you about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are contemplating or having any thoughts about suicide or any signs of depression, give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week right there for you. Anyways, let me give you some stuff right before we get out of here right now. 57 minutes past the top of the hour. If you need a random joke for today, my wife left me because she says I'm obsessed with football. I was shocked. I mean, we were together for five and a half seasons. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. The best, the best Super Bowl halftime show ever was. And then you insert whatever the hell you think right there. Okay. If you need something for the water cooler today, ask this question. One study found that when a team loses the Super Bowl, this business will see a 200% increase in the in that city the next day. What is it? Actually, it's cell phone repairs. Not a joke. Look it up. So there you go. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. I am going to RadioBig.fm to hang out, continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world of the news. We'll play some music, do some other stuff. Come hang out. Let's do some things together. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would like to leave you with this one. The game of life is a lot like football. You have to tackle your problems, block your fears, and score your points when you get the opportunity. If you live your life in that sequence, you'll get much further than what you ever expected. Anyways, thank you for coming out, hanging out with me. I know who you are. You know who I am. I hope to see you at RadioBig.fm. Love you. Mean it. Goodbye. See you Monday if you don't come. If you don't come out with me, I'll see you on Monday. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.